0: President Trump, what I saw tonight, not only was he gracious to the competitors who he had called sanctimonious and bird brain, but he also uh, talked about the future. And he's pivoting to the general already tonight, and he's excited by talking about what he's going to do. Uh, Dana Bash at CNN, sounds like she's going all in with Trump, doesn't it? Sounds like a Trump voter. Just kidding. Not really. She observed one, one little thing. Today is the March for Life on our nation's mall here in Washington, D.C. Hundreds of millions of people. The press always underestimates the crowd size because they're pro-death. They like the organ harvest. You know, they say at ABC News, 63 million abortions is not enough. They want more. I am maybe up to 64 now million They like them. And the left, which is pro-death, was planning a counter-protest today at the Supreme Court. And they were rallying all of the mentally ill people, and there are many of them. I know. I live in Washington, D.C. They are everywhere. We're going to need big mental institutions, spacious, lots of rooms, but the uh, radical lefties have, uh, they, they put it, join us and our allies. they were allies, like you know, they use uh, martial terms, military terms. Join us and our allies outside the Supreme Court to counter-protest the March for Life. And they put the word life in quotation marks. What do you think that is, Jeff? They put the word life in qu- because they're, well, they're anti-life. But why would you put that? that? That's a counter-protest the March for Life, January 19th at the Supreme Court. But because they're all a bunch of panty wastes who uh, would be sacrificed to the gods, uh, the, and, and they uh, we are canceling this counter-protest. They got on X, which Elon Musk owns, and they they're very angry about that because they prefer information dominance, total information dominance. And when they don't have it, they lose every single argument. We are canceling this counter-protest. March for life. Listen, and then they blame the March for life. Listen to this. March for Life won't prioritize the safety of their staff, members, and government employees who have to work overtime to provide security and clean up for their noxious event. Pro-life is a noxious event because they're Satan-worshipping, organ-harvesting, transgender, transgender mentally ill people. But never mind that. So they... Now, wait a minute, you're attacking the March for Life because they won't prioritize the safety of their staff? Members and government employees who have to work overtime to provide security? They have to provide security from you, you deranged, violent, criminally ill, uh, mentally ill, criminally uh, insane nutcases, and clean up their noxious event. uh, Actually, after the March for Life and after all conservative events on the mall, it's uh, the mall is cleaner than when they arrived because everybody picks up after themselves. Now, when the left has events on the mall, it takes years to recover because there are mountains of debris because they care very deeply about the environment. But they don't because everything they say is a lie. They're a noxious event. But we have to put safety first. I think what happened is it snowed and they melt in the snow They because they're snowflakes and they... They'll just melt away. Stay warm, dry, and safe, y'all. Don't say y'all, you is Satan worshiping. Uh, this is what happens with after school Satan class. This is what they, the Democrats hold after school Satan classes around America because they love Satan. Rawr! Yeah, and you got to clean up. No, actually, they clean up by themselves. That's everything you've said is completely wrong, absolutely incorrect. You people. That's right, you people. That's what I said. Mm-mm-mm. You know, and uh, Congressman Barbara Lee texting with a uh, law enforcement official saying, Hey, uh, Congresswoman Lee, let's. Uh, you just said that a white man tried to prevent you from getting on the congressional elevator, which she described as being outside the building because her brain is no good. And, you know, I said it myself. Let's get the video of the white man trying to prevent Barbara Lee from getting on... The elevator in the Capitol, which didn't happen. It never happened. It's fiction. And CNN is pretending it's true, and they're offended by it, and it's uh, terrible. So let's get the video. Tell us when that happened. What elevator was it outside the, the Capitol building, you numbskull? Was the white man a police officer or just some random tourist walked up and said, you can't get on the elevator because you're not a member of Congress, right? Because that happened, right? But that's Okay. A lie told once remains a lie. A lie told a thousand times becomes the truth, says their boy Joseph Goebbels. You know him. Goebbels is a Democrat today, in spirit, certainly in spirit. No doubt about that. Yes, sir. Uh, Also, you see this, uh, there are lunatics, the Democrat Party is... So full of lunatics. Oh, I didn't even get to the reparations guy, because this is crazy. I'm going to get to the reparations guy. These these people, these people, honestly. Um, this is our government. This is the United States of America. It's quite embarrassing. Squad Lawmaker explains creative way to pay $14 trillion $14 trillion. Our current national debt is $34 trillion. In slavery reparations. I, I'm waiting for them to show up with guns and, you know, uh, rob the treasury. It's like, it's going to be like Goldfinger. They're going to rob Fort Knox. Moral and legal obligation. I have a solution to this, actually. New York radical extremists, racists radical left-wing lawmaker, wants the federal government to push a $14 trillion reparations measure. Just make it $100 trillion. The measure is touted by squad member Jamal Bowman, who wants the federal government to be held accountable for slavery and the aftermath, according to the Journal-News. Bowman cited the federal government's response to COVID-19 pandemic and said, and the space race, because that's got a lot to do with it, the space race endeavor as examples uh, that would make the measure feasible. Let's put you uh, into space, and that would speed things along. When COVID was destroying us, he said, we invested in the American people in a way and that kept the economy afloat. I mean, trillions in spending. Government can invest, that means bankrupt everybody, that's a invest is a word that means spend trillions of dollars in the Democrat to English translation dictionary. The same way with reparations without raising taxes on anyone. You mean just put it on the tab of uh, young people who will uh, be bankrupted and be living in cardboard boxes because of it? Where did the money come from? Bowman said. We spent it into existence. He uh, he Not not only did he not take Econ 101, he didn't take Econ 1 honestly. Bowman is among nine sponsors of House Resolution 414, which seeks to establish that the U.S. has a moral and legal obligation to provide reparations for the enslavement of Africans and its lasting harm on the lives of millions of black people in the United States. Well, um, you know, the... Uh, LBJ programs, and uh, hundreds and hundreds of billions, uh, dare I say, even probably a couple of trillion have been spent on uh, the Great Society programs and welfare programs and set-asides and and, uh, preferences for uh, government contracts and jobs and for campuses and universities. And DEI, uh, which is racist, and Barbara Lee would say, was saying levels the playing field, it does exactly the opposite of leveling the playing field. So the uh, measure introduced would prompt the federal government to spend $14 trillion on a reparations program that would support the descendants of enslaved black people and people of African descent, even if they just moved here like six weeks ago. Blacks make up 12% of the population of the United States, according to census figures, $14 trillion. trillion. I have a better idea, uh, Bowman. I have a much better idea for you. Uh, And that is that you sue the Democratic Party because the Democrat Party is the party of the Confederate States of America. He's a Democrat, of course. And by the way, Congressman Bowman is the one that pulled the fire alarm. He's, uh, you know, uh, Fire Alarm Bowman. And uh, he is a psychopath. He should be expelled from Congress. If we start expelling people from being mentally ill, the chamber would be half empty by the time Sunday rolled around. Just amazing. Yeah, Jamal Bowman of New York was actually charged by the, the uh, district attorney, the, the attorney general in Washington, D.C., for pulling the fire alarm, and that just stopped there. That just went away. Nothing's going to happen with that. Forget about it. He uh, pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor for pulling the fire alarm. And now he has a big plan, $14 trillion. He thinks big. I'll give him that. No doubt about that. And I, I think that the Democrat, you're a Democrat. You should go to the Democrat caucus and say, wait a minute. I can't believe I'm a member of the Party of Slavery. I can't believe I'm a member of the party of the Confederate States of America. I can't believe I'm a member of the party that gave us the KKK, the party of every single stinking Jim Crow law, the Democrat Party. The party of lynching is the Democrat Party. And I think that the Democrat Party should be on the hook for this. I mean, you can't just indict centuries later, which is the best part, uh, the entire country and people of African descent, even if they're not descended. From uh, slaves in the United States, America, centuries ago, but pay no attention. Wow, this is they are, and see, here's the thing: it's just, it's just, it's just crime under a different umbrella, crime by a different stripe. It's stealing. It is, and and honestly, the Democrat Party has ruined your schools, destroyed the the nuclear family in Black America. You should really sue the Democrat Party for fourteen trillion dollars. Take them to court. That'll take hundred and fifty years. And uh, get back to me later. Mm, 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 mm. All right, let's. Uh, I see somebody calling in on this uh, topic. Let's go to the. Uh, let's go to the phones, Jeff. Let's go to Bo calling from Warrenton, Virginia. Bo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hang on. Bo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, there you are. Okay. Uh, on the subject of the reparations, uh, I'm not in, obviously, I'm not in favor of it, but I think if they do do it, it should be given in tax credits, meaning you have to work and generate income and owe taxes, and then the, the that reparations would be against the. Uh, uh, you could reduce your, their taxes. So no work. Uh, no, you, you know, you can't use. No benefits. You have to work. Yeah, no benefits. So you have to work to, to be able to use the benefits. So uh, just just my thoughts on the subject. Oh, it's an interesting thought. Honestly, it is an interesting thought. Uh, and obviously the Democrat Party is a horrible and racist party with a horrible and racist legacy and slavery, obviously, you know, like you have to say it out loud, is a, an abomination And uh, and it did exist here. The British inflicted it upon us. And uh, the Republican Party did away with it. The Emancipation Proclamation, Abraham Lincoln, the Republican Party founded as the Abolition Party to abolish slavery. Uh, The Democrat Party fired on Fort Sumter, got the Civil War going. The Democrat Party is the party of slavery and plantations and of three fifths of a person. That was one of their tricks. The Democrat Party is the history of racism in America. And, you know, LBJ uh, predicted it in the most vulgar of terms that he would have, and he used the N-word, black people voting Democrat for a century based on uh, some of the Great Society programs, the big handouts, and so on. And here we are generations later, and quite honestly, matters are worse. The black family is in worse condition. Black entrepreneurialism in, in uh, is in worse condition. There were more African-American small business owners in the 1950s than there are today. There are more African American PhDs in the 1950s than there are today, and most importantly, there are more intact African American families in the 1950s than there are today. Now, Bo, I've got to say, you know, you you said it, and I had never heard it said before, and I'm sitting here thinking, you know, that that actually makes a good deal of sense. That uh, you know that if because that you know we uh, tax too much, the government spends too much, the uh, and 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 you know the problem is that even this lunatic, fire alarm-pulling uh, kleptocrat, Bowman, he's saying, oh, and anybody of African descent. So if you live in Africa now, and if Bowman were successful, which he won't be, uh, then if you live in Africa or Jamaica or anyplace else, time to move to the United States because, you know, you get a piece of the pie. This is robbery. It's theft. It's, you know, they believe that power comes from the barrel of a gun, uh, Obama administration official quoting Chairman Mao, and that's uh, and that's all perfectly uh, perfectly normal in the left. You know, amazing. All right, Bo. Interesting thought in uh, tax uh, tax relief. You're African American. You don't pay federal income taxes. How about that? That'd be great. I'd love that for me. I might have to go all Rachel Dolezal if that happened. I'll just declare myself to be black. Which is okay with Democrats. I'll declare—I'll declare myself to be a black woman and a lesbian, and I'll—I'll I'll be a threefer. I'll be entitled to all kinds of benefits. That'd be great. Uh, Bo, thank you for the call. The Washington Post today. Apparently, we're in a space race with China to get to the moon, and the Washington Post thinks that maybe China is winning. I think they're missing something, aren't they? You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about Ah yes. Also, the Washington Post says that McDonald's and Chick Fil A are violating child labor laws. Uh, that and it's it's they made it up themselves this time. But they have a big half-page story. A three a sectional. Worries rise that China may reach moon before NASA. I'm sorry. What? That's your headline. Members of Congress expressed growing concern that delays in NASA's Artemis moon program and its immense costs could threaten threaten the United States' goal of returning astronauts to the moon before China, a rising space superpower, gets there. Last week, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson, Bill Nelson announced that the space agency's first attempt to send astronauts around the moon in more than 50 years... would be delayed from later this uh, September to 2025, uh, first lunar landing, since the Apollo year now. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, we grew bored with chipping golf balls and driving dune buggies on the moon in the 1970s. And now the Washington Post is telling us that China's going to beat us to the moon. Um, What planet are these people from? They must have gone to Harvard. This is the Chris Plant show. Now I want to I want to take a moment to thank a listener. Thank a listener out there. I want to thank all of you, of course, but a listener sent a uh, an ex-post, and it's right there in the light of day, so I think I can use his name. Dick Fitzwell sent a photograph of the Capitol, and there are, uh, in Congresswoman Lee's defense, there are two outdoor elevators that go down to the visitor's center, that go down to the visitor, which is underground uh, on the east front of the Capitol, and... Uh, Circled them with uh, green pens and stuff, and that's great. In the name of accuracy, says Dick Fitzwell, these are elevators that go down to the CVC, the Congressional Visitors Center, and they are outside. They are outside. And and he says, I love you, brother. You should have been the one to replace Rush, though there is no replacement. And I would agree with uh, all of that, really. But (laughs) certainly the last part. And uh, I just don't know, are those members-only? Because she said these were members-only elevators. They have the Outdoor Visitors Center members-only elevators. Um, That doesn't make sense. Now, she's talking about how she's walking outside, and and then she was going to an elevator, apparently outside. At least that's what it sounded like. And then some white guy told her that she couldn't get in the elevator because those are member-only elevators. In you know, members of Congress only, not like the old, uh, uh, you know, Arab jackets, but the uh, member-only elevators. And, and I said, well, that's a lot of hooey because the way she's describing it, she's getting an outdoor elevator. But I can't imagine that these outdoor elevators to the visitor's center are members only. So her story still doesn't hold up, does it? Any way you slice it, I think. But uh, thank you for that, Mr. Fitzwell. I appreciate it very much. Because, you know, this is not CNN. We want to get everything correct. Cross our T's, dot our I's here. Because that's important. Now, there is a uh, crazy Democrat member of Congress whose name is Maxwell Frost. And it reminds me uh, Max Frost. There was a, uh, a rock band in the 1960s called Max Frost and the Troopers. Max Frost and the Troopers? And it was uh, it was a fake band, Max Frost and the Troopers. For uh, They created it for a movie called Wild in the Streets, where a bunch of hippies take over the country because they lower the voting age to 14. And then uh, all the 14-year-olds come out and they vote for their favorite rock star, a guy named Max Frost, and he becomes president of the United States. And then they... Throw everybody into, in everybody over thirty gets thrown into concentration camps, and they're, instead of, they're fed a steady diet of LSD, of liquid LSD. It's a lot of fun. The movie, uh, uh, Shelley Winters is his mother, and she's uh, in a concentration camp being fed LSD and stuff. And Max Frost and the Troopers did a song called "Nothing Can Change the," Hey, Nothing Can Change the Shape of Things to Come," right? And it became a big hit. So they had to go on tour with a fake band to sing Nothing Can Change the Shape of Things to Come. But now there's a congressman named, named Max Frost, and he's out of his mind, as you might expect, because he's a Democrat member of Congress. And he's unfortunately also African-American. They get A lot of crazy, uh, uh, you know, you got the reparations, $14 trillion, uh, African-American guy, Bowman, the fire alarm puller. And you got uh, Lee, Congresswoman Lee, and she's out of her mind with a white man telling her she can't get on an elevator. Uh, that didn't happen. And, um, and now we've got this guy, Max Frost, not of Max Frost and the troopers, although that would be more fun. And he's got an idea. Uh, Democrat Frost challenges GOP to introduce Bill to remove the Statue of Liberty. Now, that's idiotic on its face, isn't it? Why would the Republicans do that? We're the Liberty people. You're the slavery people. You are the bullwhip people. You are the KKK people. We are the freedom people and the law and order people. You're the looters. I was texting with my friend Vince in Chicago. And he said, You ever notice uh, every time the Democrats go in and the mobs and they loot the stores, the only things that they don't steal are work boots? <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. Everything's gone except the shelves with work boots. Why are all the work boots still here? So here is Max Frost. Yesterday, he is a lunatic, a Democrat from Florida. Unelect him. Get him out of the Congress. Challenged Republican colleagues, makes no sense, to introduce a bill that removes the Statue of Liberty because of their stances on immigration at the southern border. Well, you know, Ellis Island, next to the Statue of Liberty, where uh, about 12 million legal immigrants entered the United States over the course of more than 60 years. Joe Biden may have more than 12 million illegal immigrants in four years. No, we're in favor of legal immigration. Immigrants make our country better and stronger. Legal immigrants, not MS-13 raping, murdering gang members that you guys love so much. But we're the liberty people. You're the slavery people get reparations from the Democrat Party and stop pulling fire alarms. Honestly. So here is uh, Congressman Democrat Max Frost from Florida on the floor of the House of Representatives saying that Republican and, and also it uh, it's quite obvious that the Democrats are going around tearing down statues everywhere. They just took down the Reconciliation Memorial at Arlington National Cemetery uh, because they're not for reconciliation and and now we've taken to calling it the first civil war, which the Democrats started and their president, Democrat President Jefferson Davis of the Confederate States of America. It should be reminded quite frequently. So here is uh, Maxwell Frost, United States Congress, Florida, with his mental disorder on display. Colleagues on the other side of the aisle, let's be honest with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them. Illegal. Don't. Welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. If you keep pushing, we don't your welcome illegal HR2 immigrants. Bill, then also pass this bill. I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you. It removes it. the Statue of Liberty, our largest symbol that tells people to come here. This is who you are. Removing the fabric of America. So I want to know which Republican who supports and voted for HR two will introduce this bill. HR two secures our border reinstates the Remain in Mexico policy, which President Trump had in effect. And it um, instantly uh, gave Border Patrol control over our southern border. They are anti-law enforcement, anti-law and order. Uh, they're anti-American. Uh, he's a radical. Um, he's an, he had, he, they brought in a big uh, board, like six feet high, and put it on an easel. And and there's the Statue of Liberty on the pedestal, and then they flip over the they had a little it was very elaborate, and there's the pedestal without the Statue of Liberty, which the uh, French gave us as a gift to the United States. Uh, Thank you, France. And in reality, of course, the French gave us that that the Statue of Liberty on the 100th anniversary of our defeating the British in the Revolutionary War. And the symbol of liberty that the Statue of Liberty represents is is about throwing off the yoke of the British monarchy. That is the torch of liberty that America established for the first time in human history. And that is who we are. But not the Democrats. You're the party of bullwhips and slave ships. You're the party of the KKK and of Jim Crow and of standing in schoolhouse doors, lest we ever forget. You're the party of James Earl Ray that shot and killed Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King Day was just the other day. And uh, he was a Democrat Party presidential campaign volunteer. The man that George Wallace presidential campaign, who was a Democrat governor who stood in a schoolhouse door. Uh, and the Democrats are so ignorant and so belligerent at the same time, it's a potent combination, that Maxwell Frost knows and understands so little about American history. He's His thinking is so convoluted and distorted and hostile and ignorant that uh, really he should be ejected from Congress. Either Speaker of the House, I think I'm going to move to eject him from Congress. That'd be a lot of fun. Let's just start ejecting members of Congress. You really can't. Uh, it's, it's more complicated than that. But it can be done. We saw recently that it can be done. So the... Uh, you know, and you guys are going around tearing down the Confederate memorials and, and monuments, which are all Democrats. Every single one of the statues taken down is of a Democrat. Nancy Pelosi ordered the portraits, the paintings, and the statues in the Capitol to be taken down because they were they had a racist past. Every single portrait, every single statue was of a Democrat. Educate yourself, ignorant member of Congress, Maxwell Frost. And in the Senate... Rename the Russell Senate Office Building for Hiram Revels, the first African American to serve in the Congress. He was a Republican senator, first African American, and rename the Russell. Richard Russell was a racist segregationist Democrat from Georgia, and uh, and Joe Biden worked with him in the Senate. No kidding. And they named it Richard Russell, the Russell Senate office building, knowing that he was a racist segregationist. Joe Biden didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle. He was against school integration, racial integration of schools. But these are the Democrats. Yeah, Republicans, why don't you take down the Statue of Liberty because you want legal immigration, because you want control over our border. You people. That's right. You people. Amazing. All right. All right. And also, let's, uh, this is uh, immigration now. Let's talk about, let's go to uh, soundbite number nine, Charlemagne the Misspelled God. Charlemagne the Misspelled God is a podcast or something and uh, very popular. Lots of people listen to Charlemagne the Misspelled God. It's Charlemagne, and he spells it T-H-A because misspelling words is trendy and fashionable in Democrat circles because they want to increase illiteracy going forward. They're doing a bang-up job in schools across the United States of America. So here's Charlemagne the God confessing that he talks to people and he only talks to radical leftists and racists. Um, You know, that's where uh, Hillary went on and and lied that she always has hot sauce in her purse. Really? And is yeah, oh, people are going to accuse you of, you know, pandering. Is it working? Remember that? That was on Charlemagne the Misspelled God. All the Democrats go on there because he's got an audience. And here's Charlemagne saying, hey, apparently all everybody he knows is racist because you know, Chicago being overrun by illegals, New York being overrun by illegals. Uh, they're, they're sanctuary cities until a busload of illegals shows up. And then, you know, back to the lynch mob, Charlemagne the misspelled god. I honestly have never spoken to as many people who are concerned about the migrant issue as I have, you know, Over the past year, people were calling the radio station that was just this week, you know, really, really, really complaining about that. So I've never seen, you know, working class people who I interact with every day until this past year really, really, really express their frustration for the migrants. Really, really, really. That's three reallys, which is very, 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 don't you think? Well, I guess everybody you talk to is a racist, should probably take down the Statue of Liberty. You guys. You know, you're the mob violence party, You, you hundreds and hundreds of riots. Uh, a few people, Republicans, thought they had a green light to do what you guys do, and that's what became January 6th. Hey, the media said it was mostly peaceful. January 6th was mostly peaceful until that police officer shot and killed Ashley Babbitt without warning. Otherwise, you know, pretty peaceful. What happens a broken window? Well, you guys love broken windows. You're against broken windows policing, right? All right, let's go to – let's take a phone call, Uh, Jeff. Let's go to Paul calling from the great state of Illinois, the land of Lincoln. Uh, I think they want to tear down the Lincoln Memorial too, right, Paul? Well, Chris, the Republicans, if they have a humorous funny bone left, (laughs) should propose to tear down all the statues of Martin Luther King Jr. just for fun. See how that would go. Well, they – you know, I, I got to tell you, it, it would just, for the sake of absurdity, to watch the Democrats demonstrate their mental illness again, it would, it would have an effect on them, no doubt about that. Maybe introduce it as an omnibus package where they tear down, because uh, literally some of them are, I mean, this idiot is saying the Republicans want to tear down the Statue of Liberty because we want to control our border, and don't want to have millions and millions of people unchecked for viruses and diseases and for criminal records like the MS-13 guy from El Salvador who was a teenager who got a free pass into the United States. If they had just checked with El Salvador, they'd see that he had a criminal history, a criminal record that uh, he was with MS-13. Then he came in here and raped and murdered a 20-year-old young woman who had turned 20 years old three days earlier. Um, and, and, you know, that's what the Democrats want. That's, that's clearly what they want. But listen, Paul, if the Republicans had a, a humorous, had a funny bone remaining, if they were able to message anything, then they would have a good time arguing with these idiots. But uh, the Republicans don't seem to be very good at any of that, do they? Chris, on on, on the question of reparations also, isn't it kind of... Uh Evident that when Detroit was taken over by Mayor Coleman Young and uh, they had the city to themselves, that the greatest industrial city ever known to man, that that was kind of a form of reparations. And what did they do with that great industrial city? Well, uh, it's, uh, it's a tragic story. It's a sad story, certainly what the left has done to, oh, hey, look at the clock, has done to Detroit, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah, Democrats and Coleman Young, African-American mayor. And, you know, the Democrats, have look, you know, uh, just look at the Democrat-run cities from coast to coast, Washington, D.C., uh, Baltimore, Chicago. Look what's happening to Chicago now. You're calling from Illinois. Uh, Detroit, the left certainly did a number on Detroit. And you're right, Detroit was, past tense, the greatest industrial city in the history of humankind. That's, that's actually true, no doubt about it. And the Democrats did destroy it. The left destroyed it. The unions, which, you know, are, are, were good, uh, but then they became corrupt money machines for, for people on the left and, of course, you know, gangsters, But never mind that. Yes, sir. And the March for Life today, the March for Life, the counter-protest has been called off because they melt in the snow. Crazy stuff. And those evil fast food companies hiring teenagers. The Washington Post is against it. That's coming up. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. We know that the Democrat Party is uh, shockingly and glaringly anti-Semitic. Even Kamala Harris's husband, the second gentleman, Doug Emhoff, who is Jewish, speaking at Davos. Jeff, are you speaking at Davos this week? I I wasn't invited to Davos either. And uh, he went on and on. He did, Doug Emhoff, about uh, the aloneness, the aloneness felt by American Jews. He said, we now know who our friends aren't. Yeah, but do you really? Because they're still your friends. The anti-Semitism that the Democrat Party is spreading is rampant. In fact, at Rutgers University, they have a radical group called Students for Justice in Palestine. And they had a little press conference yesterday, and they covered their faces with Palestinian headdresses, and stood at podiums looking like militants, and they look like they sound like white suburbanites. The demands that we have for the university are clear. Rutgers University must incorporate anti-Palestinian racism, which includes nothing but denial, into all of its mandatory DEI training and race-based curricula for faculty and staff. Rutgers sure. must protect Palestinian students and advocates exercising their political rights. Yeah, uh, said so that involved like shooting or suicide vests or any of that stuff because that's and they're dressed like extremist militants covering their faces. They SWAT teams should have come in and beaten them to the ground with rifle butts and dragged them away by the ankles. Uh, but that's Rutgers University and you notice the language is always demand and must and DEI. The the left, the Democrat party is behind all of this. At Harvard University. Harvard faculty and staff form pro-Palestinian group to blast the unfolding genocide, that's what they call it, in Gaza, 67 members. Also, the Democrats are bankrupting the hospital system in Denver with uh, illegal aliens completely bankrupting because they use the emergency room as their private clinics and they're bankrupting the whole system.